Hey there. It's time again for Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns, a podcast made with love in Kalamazoo, Michigan by Nicole and Michael Van Putten. We take topics we find interesting and research them online. Then we get together and we talk about them. You can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. There you can view show notes and add your comments. And don't forget to send us your questions or comments for future episodes. Well, hi, Nicole. I guess it's time for another uh, episode this morning. That it is. That it is. I know we do a lot of research and everything, but I think we kind of, we as a new, helped us pick a topic today, which is cast iron skillets, which, uh, and and particularly how to clean them. But I, I think there's a little bit of setup that I have to share about my experience with cast iron skillets and kind of why you had to research how to clean them. Does that sound cool? Yes. All right. So we like to cook a lot of different types of foods and bacon is one of our favorites, but bacon can be a little smelly in the house and like get bacon smells everywhere. So when the weather's nice, a lot of times we will cook it outdoors on the grill. Uh, It gets the smell outdoors and it also... um, makes it so it gets that really good grill flavor when we started doing that I kind of made my improvised little cooking things for that to trap the grease using aluminum foil which I thought this is clever this is going to really work but it wasn't cooking very fast and like I would have to keep adding coals and what I didn't know is that aluminum foil conducts heat really 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 fast and dissipates it really 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 fast And so I switched over to a cast iron skillet. Um, According to America's Test Kitchen, there's four really good reasons why you want to use a cast iron skillet. One is it improves with use over time. One, uh, the second thing is that it maintains heat, which is the main reason I started using it for cooking on the grill. It's virtually indestructible, and it can also develop its own nonstick coating, all of which are things that I think you probably already know because you're pretty smart about things like this. Well, I... I knew some of those things. I knew that a cast iron skillet was indestructible. We've used them for a while now. I knew that we have our cast iron in the garage because you use them with the grill. But I also knew that they were in the garage and not in very good shape, that they needed to be cleaned. And I think that's where I have some explaining to do. (laughs) Yes. The cast iron is was in the garage, and after you grill, I think that because the the skillet is very hot and it has bacon gunk in it, it's kind of overwhelming to deal with. Yes. So instead of dealing with it, it just sits in the garage. <laughs> well, that's not always true, and usually I remember to clean it up once it cools off. And the most recent time that I did this, I did not remember to do all of that. And it was in a state. It was. And I I took before and after pictures because... It's gross. It, it was bad. We have a skillet and we have a... a uh, what is that thing called? The long thing. A grill? A grill? It's kind of a like griddle. a... A griddle. It's like a plate made right. by a lodge that you can... It's really yeah. intended for like campground use, but it's like a flat skillet that we could use for. Right. It's, it's a griddle. 
And then we have two presses, like hamburger presses or bacon presses. And all of them were, they were bad. They were, they needed to be cleaned. It was, they were in sorry The time condition. had come. Yes. The, and I think part of the challenge is there were two problems. One, caked on gross grease, which is not great. The other is that on the grill, the way I've been cooking this, and I think I still have some learning left to do, the grill gets so hot, it actually de-seasons the pan. Like one of the ways I think that you found that you can tell that a pan is starting to get de-seasoned is when you wipe it, what you wipe off is black. It's just the temperature on the grill gets so intense and it fires up the grease so much that it actually de-seasons the pan. So you had caked on grease and you had rust because it was left basically uncoated. I had done a very bad thing. Right. You you need to season the pan after every single use. You really do. So we needed to start over. And that's what I did. I took the time to start over. And it's time consuming. It really is. But it's worth it. And it's kind of a testament to cast iron being indestructible. I had neglected it. <laughs> it had gotten pretty bad. And you were able to get it into very good condition afterwards. Yes. Yeah, so let's start at the beginning. I I gathered my supplies and the pans. What when you say supplies, what what constitutes supplies? Well, because I knew that I would need to remove both food gunk and rust gunk. I needed vinegar, water, a metal scrubby, like steel wool, not SOS, which has soap in it, just a metal scrubby pad. And I used salt, like kosher salt, but you can use baking soda. And then a paper towel, and you need an oil. A lot of people use Crisco, like the the Crisco that's not liquid Crisco, but Crisco that's already in a solid form. But I decided to use avocado oil because it has a very high smoke point. Which may help with my grilling activities. Exactly. A, there is a lot of debate online. You can go on the internet and look this up and everyone has their own opinion. There are thousands and thousands of of YouTube videos and websites about how to do this. So just add this podcast to the many, many, many opinions about how to season and clean. This is our right way for doing it. Exactly. Everyone has an opinion about doing it. This is how I did it. It worked for me. It worked for us. Our pans are still in fine functioning condition. I will post pictures on our blog. I don't know. If you want to follow my instructions, do that. If you don't, you don't have to. They work, though. It it does work. It works fine. Avocado oil and then um, soap. Okay. Which normally is like a no-no for cast iron, right? Well, you know, I always thought it was, but we have Lodge brand pants. And I went to the Lodge website. Actually, I went to the Lodge Instagram and right on their Instagram, they say 
you can use soap and water on their pans. It's not going to hurt their pans, especially a well-seasoned pan. That soap and water is not a big deal. So just use soap and water, people. It's it's not a problem. Just get out your soap. I wonder why people think no for that. Maybe they think that you're going to remove the seasoning. I don't know. If you're re-seasoning a pan every time you use it, just use soap. Yes. It's a it's a cleaner. It it's a degreaser. It helps you get the stuff off your pan that you don't want on your pan. I I have no idea why people are so sensitive about it. It's a very nice way of saying don't cook on the grill and then leave it in the garage. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't, do don't do what, I did. what Michael did. <laughs> right. Just I Gather your supplies. And also, I did not prepare myself for how big of a mess this created. When you see the photos of our pans before, and if your pans are in this big of a a state, you will want to have some sort of degreaser on hand because your entire house will be covered in some sort of grease because you will think, oh, I won't touch everything. You're going to touch everything. You are going to want both a pair of kitchen gloves, like uh, kitchen gloves, like wash dishwashing gloves and disposable um, rubber gloves or uh, latex gloves because the amount of grease and grime that came off those pans was just insane. It's exponential. Yes. If you don't have a degreaser, We don't use chemicals in our house, but I have a very strong degreaser around for cleaning the grill. And if I did not have this degreaser, I can't, it comes in a yellow bottle. I'll put the link on our our blog. She might have degreased the pans by whacking me in the arm with it. (laughs) If I had not had this chemical around in our basement, I don't know what I would have done. I I probably would have just broke down in a ball and started sobbing in the middle of the kitchen floor because our entire, our kitchen was just covered in grill grease. That I would have lost my cast iron privileges. <laughs> probably. So gather your supplies, prepare yourself to make a big, huge mess. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the process that I forced you to endure because of my cast iron neglect (laughs) uh the first thing you want to do is clean off the worst of the gunk from your pan your skillet your presses whatever with paper towel a lot of people say to use uh lint-free cloths but i'm telling you right now just use paper towel because you want to throw these away you don't want to keep them for memories. You really don't want to have to wash these. Just do the best you can, clean off whatever you can, and get it as clean as you can. You're not, you're not going to get a lot off, but just do the best you can. It does not have to be perfect. After you do that, mix a solution of 50% white vinegar and 50% water. And dump it in the skillet and let it soak for an hour. Now you're probably thinking, okay, so how do I soak the bottom of a skillet? Because 
it's the bottom of a skillet. Get a sheet pan and put the skillet in the sheet pan and put a little bit of vinegar and water and soak it that way. Just soak it for an hour. And you can soak it for up to five hours if it's really super rusty. Which is hard to imagine that it, it might be messier than the state that I left it in, that it would require five hours, but it's possible. Yeah, or if you get busy and you're like forgetting what's going on and you get involved in a different activity, it's not going to hurt it. So an hour up to five hours, just soak it in 50-50 vinegar and water. And yeah, that's it. Soak it and let it go. When you're done soaking it, very carefully, I soaked mine outside. So bring it into your kitchen, dump out the vinegar and water, and with the metal scrubby, the steel wool, you want to use your elbow grease and scrub out as much gunk as you can. Rinse it with water. It's still not going to look good. You're going to think, what am I doing with my life right now? Nicole's process is not working. Yeah. This is part of the process. Continue. Persevere. You are going to think you have just wasted a couple hours of your life and just trust me. Next, you're going to want to put salt on the pan. I'm not talking like a teaspoon of salt. I am telling you dump a ton of salt like half a cup I probably put more like three quarters of a cup it's a lot of salt it's not a pinch yes kosher salt is not expensive just use a ton of salt a ton of salt does the size of the salt grain matter of like table salt like that's really really fine versus kosher that might be larger granules I would imagine it does I use kosher salt because it's bigger and it is a better abrasive. You can also use baking soda. A lot of people said baking soda because it stops the acidity of the vinegar. But honestly, if you just rinse it with water, it will immediately stop the vinegar reaction. So I just used, I just rinsed the vinegar off with water and then put the salt on there. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, so do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. Put the salt on it. Scrub. Scrub, 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 scrub. And... Are you still using a paper towel at this point when you're scrubbing? No, you're using the metal scrubby still. Gotcha. Metal scrubby. Don't use a paper towel to scrub it. You'll wind up with a complete mess. Scrub the heck out of it with the, the salt. Is that why you said that gloves for your hands are so important? Like you're not doing this bare knuckle, you've got your gloves on, so you're not tearing your hands up? That and your hands will not be covered in grease and gunk and grime and disgustingness. Yeah. The metal scrubby is going to get really, really gross. And you're going to think, well, now my metal scrubby is completely useless. So just close your eyes and keep scrubbing. Exactly. Also, you can wash your metal scrubby. Really? I I could not touch my phone because my hands were in my gloves and I couldn't I couldn't Google anything. So I asked Alexa 
to tell me how to clean a metal scrubby and you can wash them with soap and water. So if it gets too greasy or gunky, just put a little soap in the metal scrubby and rinse it with hot water. If you rinse it with cold water, the grease won't come out. So there you go. Wash it with hot water and soap and you'll be ready to start again. So so that undoes the damage that I did. Then what happens after that? Yes, you want to rinse off the salt and then, this is a scary part, you want to wash it with soap and water. Which is still just, because like everything I've always read says don't do that. It's a lot easier to clean it if you can use soap and water. And right. it's actually one of the reasons why it was so messy to begin with, because I didn't know you could clean it with soap and water. Yes. I don't mean a lot of soap, just a small dollop, just enough to get the salt off, get the the worst of it off, just a little bit of soap, warm water, just rinse it off. And then you want to dry it. And most likely because the pan is not seasoned well and it is not in great shape, it's going to leave black marks on the paper towel that you dry it off with. Don't worry. Don't panic. You want to make sure your pan is super, super duper dry for the next part. So turn your oven on to 225 degrees. Put your pan in the oven for 10 to 15 minutes so that it can be super dry and warm. Let your pan sit. Get your oil out, your avocado oil, or if you're using Crisco, get your Crisco out. Take the pan out of the oven. Remember, the pan is hot. I have these fancy gloves that I use. What are those gloves called? I don't know, but they're like, they look like mad scientist gloves, but they protect your hands from high heat. Right. Usually I use them when I'm taking apart a chicken or a... A chicken that's just been cooked. That's uh, yeah, a chicken that just came off the grill or a, a, a beef roast that's just come out of the, the oven. But I use them for this purpose and it worked really well. So I was able to handle the pan without having to use pot holders. So I used those gloves and I took oil and I put it in the paper towel and I covered the pan. And you don't want a ton of oil. You just want enough oil so that the pan looks covered. You don't want it dripping with oil. Like I would saturate it if it was up to me to do this part. Right. Don't do that. Correct. Once the pan is covered in oil, turn your oven up to 500 degrees. Put the pan in the oven with a sheet pan underneath on the rack underneath so that in case the oil does drip down, it doesn't make a mess in your oven. Set the timer for one hour. This is the curing process. This is the seasoning process. This is the first step in seasoning your pan. You don't have to do this every time to season your pan, but this is important because you're starting new, because your pan 
was destroyed. <laughs> so you have to start over. So let your pan sit in the oven for an hour. After an hour, turn the oven off and let it completely cool in the oven. Do not touch it. I just let it sit overnight. Once the pan is completely cool, you want to repeat that process at least one more time. You want to preheat the oven to 225, let the pan sit for 10 to 15 minutes, take the pan out, cover it with oil. When the pan is warm, put the pan back in at 500 for an hour, and then let the pan cool down in the oven overnight. After the pan is seasoned, then you can use it like normal. And then the process can start again. It's the circle of life of grilling skillet land. So there's a couple of things that we're going to try differently to solve why I neglected or why I forgot the pan. One is we're going to incorporate some kind of aluminum bucket with a lining that allows me to pour the hot grease into the pan, uh, into the bucket from the hot pan directly. So that way I don't have to wait as much for the pan to cool. I can essentially drain the grease, set the pan aside, and then I can clean it with soap and water so that this doesn't have to happen again. I'm still a little curious of whether or not the high heat from the grill is going to de-season the pan quickly again, or if that just simply was because of the not-so-great process I was using to clean it. But we'll figure it out. The beautiful thing is I've got like pans that look like they're new, or close to new, previously owned. There are a lot of tools you can use if you have... If you use the pan on the grill, there are, this is, it sounds so gross, there are grease buckets, like Michael said, with liners, so you can dump the grease directly in when the grease is hot, and once the little liner is full, you just throw it away, so you don't have to worry about putting a hole in a container that isn't heatproof, and then you can clean the pan immediately and re-season the pan. So you always want to, after you're done cooking, pour any grease in a appropriate container, wipe any bits of large food or debris away with a paper towel, and then wash the pan with soap and water. I know, soap, yes. Just use soap, people. Don't panic. Just use soap. And use a metal scrubby. And then always make sure the pan is warm when you do this. But after every single use, rub the pan with oil. Avocado oil or Crisco, whichever oil you decide to use. Just coat the pan with oil. Not a ton of oil, but just coat the pan with oil. And you don't have to put it in the oven at 500 for an hour. But after every single use, coat the pan with oil. And then store it wherever you're going to store it. We store ours in the garage in a cupboard. So that's what you do. And you're done. And I think probably your average griller won't quite run into the level of complexity that we have. Because typically when I'm grilling bacon this way, I'm doing like four or eight pounds of bacon. Which is why there's an exceptional amount of grease to have to deal with. But uh, the beautiful thing is it cooks up crazy fast on the grill, tastes fantastic, and then you've got bacon to last for quite a while. Good, healthy, yummy protein. 
Right. And cast iron is, it's really nice. A lot of people like it and they prefer it over nonstick skillets because it can go directly in the oven and it it does. They like it because it cooks faster than... It develops its own natural nonstick surface. Some people worry about the coating in nonstick pans being toxic or flaking over time, which... Right. Like if, if your pans are flaking, it's time to replace those plant pans. They're not intended to last forever with those nonstick ones. But if you get a cast iron skillet, it actually can last a lifetime. Yes. Some people actually go to garage sales, yard sales, and to uh, places like Goodwill, and they look for cast iron that does not look great because they know that they can very easily refurbish it with the vinegar and water trick they just soak it lots of people just don't know how to take care of them me included but i know a little bit more now thanks to the magic of nicole it's pretty easy to do the vinegar and water soaking and the metal scrubby it just takes care of everything it's it's a little bit of work but it's once you know how to do it it's pretty easy so don't throw those pans away just take the time, set aside a half a day, and get out your pants and your supplies and get to work. And enjoy cooking. Yeah, get your grill out. We're grilling hamburgers today. Yes, we are. I can hardly wait. It's going to be so good. Yes, it is. With my shiny new skillet pans, or like new. Yes, and he's going to take care of them when he's done. I promise. Yes, or you will hear about it next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in a couple episodes, you might hear an update on this. Well, that's our episode for today. Remember, you can visit us at notjustrainbows.net. We'd love to have you uh, stop by and drop us comments. Please share uh, the episode with your friends. Help get the word out, and we will catch you next time. Toodles. Bye.